Yeah, I gotta hold my mic. Broke it. One of the legs fell. I gotta find it. But it is what it is. This blue snowball holding on for dear life. Yeah. I think I dropped it and it's still like it's still it, you know what the thing don't go up no more. Like it, it used to go up and then but it don't go up no more, but it still moves around. You the one that recommended this. This I like this. Yeah. It works. It works well. It's time for me another one anyway. How's it going, Mike? What's good with it? Everything. Man. I can't call it. I can tell my story now. Story? What happened, Bang? Oh, man. It's the beginning of this podcast here. Oh, God. It's going to be a... It's not bad. But it's going to be... A good conversation around making sure you take care of yourself and, and everything. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a great conversation. Um, Miriam had asked me if I was going to talk about it on the pod. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm open about everything else. Definitely going to talk about this. So, might as did, well. Did, did Miriam listen to the, the last pod? Not the last pod, the pod before last. Yeah. Oh, she know. Yeah, she know more than y'all know on this pod, I'll tell you this shit. <laughs> but yeah, man, some dude pod. Um, 162. Uh, Make sure you rate, like, subscribe, download wherever you get your favorite podcast. Uh, go ahead and get that merch and and follow us on Twitter, Instagram at some dude pod. Facts. Great show because there's a lot of things going on in the world. But um before we get started with that, Mike, man, how you doing? I'm okay, bang. My back hurts a little bit, but you know. Again. Yeah, bro. I'm too old to have back pains. Yeah. And you know what, too? My ankle starting to bother me and shit. You know, I had so I had I had ankle surgery in high school. Yeah. So when I had I broke my ankle, was, yeah, playing football. It was over there when it was supposed to be over there. Facts. So I I remember vividly when after I had surgery, the doctor told me he was like, you know, you'll be you'll be okay. Your ankle's good. You know, you you'll be mobile and everything like that. And but he told me, he was like, once you get older, he's like, you're gonna start have arthritis. You're gonna have arthritis. I'm pretty sure I have arthritis. I am. I'm pretty sure. So like the the ankle pain is comes and goes. So I think like with I think it comes and goes with the weather. Comes and goes with the weather. Yeah. As the weather is changing and we're entering springtime, as I am about to get ready to start playing softball this summer, you know. But you know, last summer. I pulled my hamstring playing softball, but you know, I noticed that like, you know, as I try to get back in shape and then once I like get out there and start playing, you know, the ankle starts to bother me a wait little bit. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So you be working out to get back in softball shape? No, 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 shape? no, not like workout, but you know. Or I'll you probably, just be like, it's I'll softball just, time. It's softball time. So I'll probably, you know, I'll soon I'll probably get out there, try to like walk a couple miles, you know, get just to get the blood back flowing, get my wind up nah, a nah. little bit, do a couple miles a day. You know, but I noticed I noticed that like as I've gotten older, the more I engage in those kind of activities, which is like whether it's like walking or you know once I get out there and start running, the ankle st- hurts. It hurts. Yeah, you even gotta... though I necessarily don't do anything to like I don't do anything, it just gets aggravated as I you know get more mobile on it. 
<laughs> yeah, man, you got to start working out like the mon- the Rocky montages. Yeah, man. Yeah. So. You <laughs> yeah, it's like that. But other than that, though, I'm okay, though, fam. I can't, you know, I'm, I'm That's good. That's good, Mike. So, tell y'all how, the story. How are you, man? How are you? I'll tell y'all, man, this is the best I've felt in two years. That's good. Uh, mentally and physically. Because anybody that listens to this pod know Bang's been... Been going through it. I almost died it. on this podcast, fam. Why we've been doing this podcast. Oh, no, I didn't had COVID. I had COVID-1. Um, two, three, all of that. But story time with Bang, Mike. So, you know, like I said, you know, I, I had a very scary health issue that happened in October 2020. This was um, when you had COVID before we knew it was COVID, correct? No, no, this is not even that. This is when I had the, Oh, this was after. That was after. This was at the cyst on my kidney. That was after. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. The cyst yeah. thing okay, was after. Ahead. So it's October. This is October 2020. You know, I find out I had diabetes and all that stuff. Like, word. Damn, I know we're running the family, but I thought we was good over here. Um, So I've been going back and forth to the doctor. Just to find out, make sure that everything is okay. Not just your normal checkups and that thing for your your you know health and stuff, but I've been really trying to find out what the fuck happened, or if there's anything else wrong. So go to my primary care doctor, and I tell him, you know, that some shit just just wasn't feeling right and everything. So. He refers me to a kidney doctor and um, the kidney doctor runs some ultrasounds and that thing. You know, you got to piss in the cup. And I tell, you know, talking to her about the cyst that was in my kidney, it burst, all the shit that happened with it. She was like, oh, wow. You know, it was a black lady too. So she was like, oh, wow. You know, bet you that was scary and all that stuff, right? So we, we go through the first day. And, you know, she was, she was pretty happy with what she saw, but then she was like, yo, you got blood in your urine. You can't see it, but it's there. That sounds scary. It's like, the fuck? So, you know, niggas, WebMD time. So, scared and all that shit. Well, I won't say I'm scared. I'm just a little nervous. Like, what the fuck? So, do the ultrasound for the kidney. And the test comes back, and she was like, yo, your, your kidney function is great. It's normal and everything. Let's take a urine sample. There's blood still in the urine. Can't see it, but it's there. Hmm. I'm confused. Interesting. So I'm going to refer you to a urologist. Mm, check on your liver. I mean, not your liver, um, your bladder. Maybe it's something with your bladder. I'm like, all right, cool. Refer me. A couple of weeks later, I go over to, to Joliet. Deep in Joliet. No, I don't go that deep in Joliet, fam. No. A lot of crazy people over there. But I go deep into Joliet. Go to the bladder doctor. Nice place, too. Mm-hmm. And, but it's like, I, I hate going to these types of doctors because there's always old people there. Okay. Like I walk up in that joint and I'm the youngest nigga there. 
they look at me like, damn, why you here? I'm like, shit, I already know why you here. What the fuck's going on? The reason why I'm here is because I don't want to be here yeah, at the I, age that you are right. now. <laughs> but I know you. I know why you here. Respectfully. At, respectfully. Right, respectfully. But they looking at me like, damn, fam, you kind of young to be up in here. Yeah. Anyway, go back there. Take a piss test. Me and the doctor talking. Tell him about my last two years. And he looking at me like, mm, take a urine sample. Take the urine sample. Hey, man, you know, you got blood in your urine. Can't see it, though. That's why I'm here. But it's there. <laughs> like, yeah, that's why I'm here, fam. I'm giving him the rundown. So he says, now I'm going to butcher the name of this test. So, Chris, if you're listening, yes, I'm going to butcher this, too. He was like, yo, think we have to start checking for early bladder cancer. Oh, my God. The fuck? I didn't even know you could have cancer in your bladder. That yeah. just sounds horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Go ahead. imagine that ride home by yourself. <laughs> Hold on. So, after the doctor told you we're gonna have to test for this, he told you you gotta leave and then you got to come back for like another appointment. Yeah, I gotta come back for another. Yeah, appointment. I would have been. Well, right. I was doing this podcast, going through all this shit. I was, <laughs> I was going through. Look, let so y'all get an idea of what's been going on in Bang's life while I was interviewing for the biggest job of my life. While I was interviewing people for a job, I was nervous. I might have cancer. I was doing this pod, getting the joints off, nervous as shit. So we take the test. I mean, what we do the blood test. I mean, not the blood test. Um, urine sample, all that. Boom, 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 boom. He tells me I have to take a cyclopsy or some shit like that. Psychoclopsy or some shit. But I'll tell you what happens in a minute. It's a long ass drive home, Mike. I, I could imagine. Driving home. Like, what the fuck is going on here? I'm too young for this shit. I can't even see this shit. What the fuck is going on? All that shit. So, I set it for March 9th. And maybe the luck of Biggie, but then I was like, but Biggie died on March 9th. So, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's. Kind of lucky. Fuck. So, days go by. I'm nervous. I'm getting more nervous. I'm getting more nervous. Get the job. Hire somebody. More nervous. More nervous. More nervous. More nervous. More nervous. Then March 8th comes. It really hits me March 8th. Like, what if I get told some shit that I ain't trying to hear? Uh Fuck. So, no, of course, I'm prayerful, keeping God first and all of that stuff. But, hey, man, it might be God's will. I don't know. Shit. Either way it go. Miriam comes to the doctor with me this time. Because <clears throat> the test that I have to take is a little irritating, Mike. Telling this story, not just because I want y'all to know what Bang been dealing with for these past couple of weeks. I'm also telling you this to make sure you check on yourself, check on your health, 
you think something's wrong, go to the doctor. If you think something's might be off, go to the doctor. Don't bullshit with your health team. Because I used to bullshit with my health. But once I got decent, pretty decent insurance, I'm going to the motherfucking doctor. Especially after what happened in October 2022. So, Mike, this test, and this is the part where you can laugh. Because I was laughing myself. This test is where they take a camera, long camera tube, and they stick it in your pee-pee hole, fam. Stick it in your hole, fam. I can't even laugh at that, bro. <laughs> no, I, I laugh. I, it's, that's not... I, Nigga, I told them before he started, I said, yo, y'all gonna play some music? Kenny G or something? <laughs> Doctor looked at me. He was like, "Um, no." Matter of fact, so you ain't going. So, Doc, you not gonna set the mood first. You're not gonna set the mood for me, Jack. <laughs> no, even what? Well, first, let me start off by saying my wife was nervous too, but she was playing it off, trying to be strong and shit. I'm a tourist. I'm strong. She was nervous, than motherfucker. So she, hey, so I come back there. They was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, come back there." Big ass room. It's just one chair, and. And the the nurse like, hey, so yeah, just go ahead and take your pants off, leave it at your ankles. They didn't tell down. you. They didn't tell you they were doing this before you got there. Oh, I knew it. I just didn't know. I knew it. I just didn't know. <laughs> like it's one thing to tell you. It's one thing when you see it. <laughs> oh, it's like God. you know. It's, it's one thing to be like, yo, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. But then when you see the black thing that's supposed to go on you, women, I understand. I, ladies, I understand. Yeah. I I get it. I get why y'all might be have some trepidation. Because I definitely had some trepidation, nigga. So get in there. And the nurse says, you know, yeah, pull your pants down, leave it at your ankles and sit down. Put this cover over your doctor be here in a second. I'm like, damn, that's it? Just pants to your ankles, huh? You're going to get yeah, right to this. It. Sit down. So Miriam's laughing at me because I was like, damn, man, just, it's just a quickie, huh? It's just, you know, put your pants down, this is it. Like, <laughs> like man, they got to play some music in this bitch or something. So then the yeah, doctor They going to offer in. me no food, a drink. No, they going to offer me a drink. <laughs> Drink some weed. I used to go to an old woman house in Lombard, fam. She's an old white lady in Lombard, fam. She yeah. used to offer me vodka and weed. There you go. Before we have sex. Give me this weed, give me this liquor, and then we're gonna fuck. You know what I'm saying? Y'all not just gonna get fresh with me. In this case, got fresh, fam. So he comes up in there with two nurses on each side. Um and and I'm like, oh, it's, I I thought it was just gonna be you. So foursome here. What's the name of this test? It's a cyclopsy. I can't pronounce this shit, fam. But it's right. psych psychopsy. I think I, that's how. You... I have this friend as a nurse. I need. I'm gonna inquire yeah. with her about this. I'm gonna, so, ask, I'm gonna ask about this. <laughs> so they 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 walk up and that motherfucker like, duh, 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 we here. <laughs> 
I go ahead and lay back. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. Like, you're not gonna talk? Yeah. Y'all not gonna butter me up, fam? Like, nah, yeah, just they gonna hold each side of you and it, and I'm gonna pull it up and I'm gonna put this thing in urethra, your urethra. And but first I'm gonna put this cooling agent on there. It's gonna help numb it. So, you know, of course to put it on your shit and it's cold. And then that motherfucker didn't waste no time. I'm like, oh, Mike, I stay closed whole entire time. I'm like I, I, I don't blame you. Mm. <laughs> I don't blame you. Mm. What's going on here, friend? Mm. He just keep pushing down. Mm. It's black. I can't see. Gonna spray some water. And Mark starts spraying some water. This party feel like a bad blowjob or something, right? Man, the opposite. The worst. The I'm worst like, edge you ever got in your life. Y'all not going to play no Kenny G now right now, huh? <laughs> Eyes closed, Mike. I'm... Mm. Mm. He, he, prayed that, he sprayed that water. I felt it all. Oh, my God. So, again, women, I understand. Cause I think that's what it felt like. <laughs> so he like, okay, let me spray some more water. <sighs> oh, like he was like, man, he was like, man, just let loose, just let loose like you peeing. I. <laughs> so he's like, okay, I can see, I can see it now. Miriam asked in the can back. Can you hurry up? Right, can you hurry up? Miriam in the back, like lady tell Miriam, Oh, you really, you you really engaged in this issue. She's like, Yeah, I'm trying to find out what's going on with my husband. I'm my eyes is not opening, Mike. I'm not trying to see none of this. And then you got the two nurses I'm just hearing, and they just, oh yeah, yeah, we see it. So they saw a spot, a red spot. It is not cancer. Thank God. Glory to God. But I have blood, a couple of broken blood vessels in my kidney. I mean, my, my bladder. All right. I, do they, I do they tell you the cause? Like, how does this happen? How the fuck do it happen, Mike? Ain't nobody I, hitting me in my room. I know. That's what I'm saying. So what is the doctor? hit me in my bladder area. Does the doctors, like that? That's what I meant to ask you. Like, does the doctors tell you? No. Like, like Miriam, over there, Miriam over there, like, oh, I see it. And I was like, yo. I mean, I'm not thinking of asking no questions, Mike. Why this camera is in my shit? Okay, right, right, right. I'm not. Well, I'm thinking I ask these questions like once it's over, like once yeah. I'm gonna get to that. Oh, okay, but I'm ahead. not trying to. Add, I'm not even trying to look at buddy ass right, 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 right now because right, right, he right. got to just shove that shit in me. So then he pulls that shit out. I'm like, ah, shit hurt. So he was like, yeah, you don't have cancer. There's no cancer cells or anything like that. You do have a couple of broken vessels. That's why you saw that red mark right there. So that is why you might have, well, that is why you have blood in your urine. Hey, doc, man, how, how does that happen? Well, we really can't, get to the we really can't say. Like, we really can't say. I don't know. You, you've not gotten into a fight or anything like that. Like, nah, I get into no fight, nothing like that, Jack. It's like, yeah, so, yeah, so you got a couple of broken, broken blood vessels. Um, that's what it is, but we're going to set you up with an appointment 
uh, six months from now, and then, you know, we could do the whole urine test and, and not do what we just did, but just check and make sure that you're all right. And it doesn't manifest anything else. All right, cool. Is this something that, like, heals on its own? Uh, Mike, he it said that shit. He said that shit, and he walked out. I'm like, no, Doc. Yes, Man. back here. I got more Bruh, questions. <laughs> Mike, I felt like... Mike, I felt like Eddie Murphy and Boomerang got the Robin Givens dropped that money on the counter and left. Yeah. Like, fam, you just going to... Y'all just going to do this to me. Just you just going to do huh? this to me and leave, fam? We not going to cuddle, talk? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> not going to discuss life? <laughs> like, so what is this? What are we? What are we? <laughs> what are we, Doc? Shit. You just, you just did some things to me that have never <laughs> happened to me before. What are we? Oh my god. You just gonna walk off with just your friends? Off. Yeah. Ignore me. Yeah, that Miriam is. sitting there like, damn. I do got some more questions, but mm, that's I what I'm I, I have questions for you, yeah. man. He's like, yo, I guess he's about to do this shit again to somebody else. But and I was like, he shouldn't. He shouldn't. He should be spending time with me. Yeah. I got more questions. And then after I became straight again. <laughs> <laughs> I was KB on senses. KB walked out like, yeah, yeah, I'm about to go to the gym. <laughs> Good around here, hey, these parts. Yeah. They like, man, you ain't got to fake it for us, fam. You you feel uncomfortable. So that ain't it, Mike. So I've never been birthed a day in my life. I've never had an STD. And I pride myself on never having an STD. Part of the reason why I pride myself on never having an STD because it scared me when niggas be like, yo, it piss when you it piss, you know, when you piss it burns. I've never scary. ever wanted to experience anything. I've like never that ever wanted to experience some shit like that. I'm not trying to get I had a scare one time and I wanted to fight. Mike. <laughs> but but I've never had an STD. So he's telling me like it's gonna burn when you pee for a couple of days. I'm like. But matter of fact, no, let me rewind back to when I had to pee after the shit was done. Mm-hmm. Bruh, that was the, the the hardest pee I ever had. Like, all that water came out. And my piss. It was a lot. That shit hurt. And it, it was a twinge, but it wasn't what happened when I got home. Yeah. Fam, when I got home, I didn't want to pee no more. Ever in life. That shit burnt. <laughs> Like, I'm not drinking nothing else. Nothing, Mike. <laughs> and you're like, you okay? I said, man, no. This shit hurt, fam. I'm going to the bathroom and this shit is painful. What is this? What is going on? For three days, Mike. Mm. Three. It stopped. It didn't stop. That that test was done on Thursday. It didn't stop burning when I pee until Saturday night. Like, literally. Yeah. Saturday night at Bar Louie in Oak Brook. That's when it stopped burning. And that was like at 12 o'clock. Well, like 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. It was painful. And I'm trying to drink and kick it with my cousins and shit. And I'm drinking and shit. Oh, I got to go to the bathroom. Man, and it was it like easing up though, or like it was it eased up, and by Sunday, Saturday night, it was good, okay, like it was normal again, okay. 
But that Thursday, Friday, Mike, nah, fam. That shit hurt. I'm sorry, but, I'm sorry you had to go through that. But I'm good. I could pee normal now. Okay. I'm great. I could pee normal. It don't burn when I pee. Okay. And I'm cancer free. Yeah. So yeah, I'm telling that story, man, because you no know, one, like I said, I'd be per transparent on here. Yeah. And we should have put a disclaimer before you took that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, 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 um, uh, uh, you know. Two, <laughs> two, when I look back two, when I look back, that shit's hilarious, man. Even yeah. though even though that shit was painful, that shit was hilarious, man. That I asked this dude to play some Kenny G before he stuck a camera in my dick. Like, bro, you gotta give me, you gotta set the mood, dog. <laughs> you have to set the mood. You gonna do fam. me like this? Like, bro, you gotta play some. <laughs> I got a playlist. Shit, I got a slow jam playlist. We could play right now before you put anything into me. Talk to me. Give me, show me your bedside manner, Doc. Facts. How, how many guys have you done this with? <laughs> Tell me about the last oh one. Oh, my God. Tell me about the last one. Yeah. Was y'all in love? <laughs> what did y'all find out? Look, man. So why are you doing this to me? Why'd you choose And then me? when I get out, and then when I get out and I go set the appointment and that thing, I look to the side. They got, like, doctor of the year. And his ass sitting there smiling. Yeah, you done this before, huh, Doc? I was like, yo, <laughs> I just got done up by the doctor of the year in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! You know what I'm talking about, but now, nah, man, I also bring that up, man, because it's just check on yourself, man. Hey, I could have easily just stopped. As soon as I got back from the hospital, I could have easily just stopped checking on myself, but I knew something wasn't right. And even when doctors was like, "No, yeah, yeah," it was the one doctor in Maryland that pissed me off. I felt like he was just trying to get a copay from me. <laughs> and I was like, I ain't going. And he was a urologist, so I probably could have got this shit over quicker. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, buddy ass was just like, then just come back. You got the copay? It felt like one of the doctors from Awakening, fam. Like, hey, man, just give me this $50 this time, and then we'll do, we'll get you taken care of next <laughs> like, week. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck are you talking about? But I had ultrasounds on my kidney, couple of them. You know, uh, when, you know, letting me know about the cyst on my kidney and everything and, and, you know, multiple times getting stuck up and everything. And I just, I didn't know it was blood in my urine mm-hmm. at all. Like, what? How does that happen? Um, but I never, even before I found that out, I never stopped trying to find out what was going on with me and as black men i and i noticed this with white doctors and no disrespect to white doctors but it might be disrespect for the white doctors i just feel like a lot of white doctors don't know how to care for black people you know the 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 best and honestly to keep it a buck the best doctors during this situation have been black women black women and even when the 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 kidney doctor was a black woman had asked me questions and shit i was just like yo you've given me more answers about just this cyst situation 
than I've gotten from anybody else. And the black one, the black uh, primary care doctor that I had in in the DMV, she gave me more information on how to control my diabetes than any other black male doctor or white doctor that I had. So I credit black women doctors, of course, and my wife as well. I credit black women for keeping me abreast of my situation and helping me find out what might have been wrong in the first place. Uh But if y'all feel like it's something wrong, man, don't bullshit with your health. Check on yourself. Like you feel like it's a lump. You feel like it's a lump or something weird or anything like that. Go get that shit taken care of or look that. Like doctor told the, the the kidney doctor told me that they're like 40% of the world got cysts on their kidneys. Mm. Like, damn, for real? Like, yeah. It just it's not dangerous or right. whatever. You know, something like what I dealt with is is actually common to to some people. You know, not I mean blood in your urine because it right, could right, be right. like a kidney stone or, right, right, right. or some shit. it could be something that's like that might pass through and do some shit um but having broken blood vessels in your bladder you know never heard no shit like that but i could have easily stopped when i moved back and just been going to my primary care doctor and worried about the diabetes mm-hmm. but each time it was just like something ain't right, something ain't right. And it turns out that it wasn't something right. It's just not life threatening. Um, but when you got kids, man, having three kids, three boys, you try I'm trying to make sure I'm around them. I'm trying to make sure I'm around my wife. I'm trying to put my feet in the sand somewhere. There you go. You no, know, I'm trying to go see Anita Baker. There you go. You know what I'm, saying? I'm trying to live life. And for Honestly, about three weeks around this bitch scared to the motherfucker. Like, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. But I never let it. I never let anybody else thoughts not let me find out what was going on with me. Um, so it's just me telling y'all this story, man. It's just me telling y'all, especially the fellas, is to 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 check on yourself. Mentally, physically, you know, we, we, as fathers, we, as men go through a lot of things, you know, we, we put a lot of stuff on our backs. We got families to feed kids to take care of Mm -hmm. women to be leaders to, you know, be the man of the house, go to work. Pressure's just going to work, not trying to get pulled over by the police, deal with the police. All crazy ass shit like that. Get to work trying not to cuss nobody out. You know what I'm saying? You might not be in the place that you want to be at and all of those things. Then come home and you want things to be peaceful. Just might not be peaceful on this day. And you got all these things that's going on in your head. You got to find some peace. You got to find an outlet. That's why I commend you, Mike, with the bowling shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? That's a great outlet. No, but don't forget your physical too. 
I think black men don't go to the doctor a lot. And then when you go to the doctor, you scared that the doctor is really treating you with what you, what you supposed to be treated with. You got questions and sometimes they might not have no answers. The doctor, it turns out really didn't have answers at that time. It's some stuff that he still got to look at, but just know it's not life threatening, you know, but, but at the end of the day, you only get one of these Mm -hmm. and you want to hold on as long as you can to see what you need to see. So you got to take care of yourself. You got to check on yourself. You got to be selfish when it comes to that. Um, And that's, I will say that going through what I've went through really in the last three weeks, and I mean two years, but really in the last three weeks, especially with, you know, that possibility thrown in, in your head. Yeah. It just, like, my thought process is now, what do I do for me? Like, I don't, I've learned that I don't know how to celebrate myself, any wins, accomplishments, and anything like that. I don't know how to celebrate myself. I'm good at celebrating others, but me, just like probably most men. Like, oh, you got a promotion. All right, cool. Shit, let's get to work. Mm-hmm. Like, people be wanting to go to dinner and celebrate you. Let's go out to drink, man. Let's celebrate. And, I'm like, and that's normal, you know? Why? Like, why? I just got a promotion. Like, no, that's a big thing. Like, you, you, yeah, you got that's a big thing. And I'm sitting here like, what? I learned that I got to celebrate myself. Mm-hmm. I learned that I got to celebrate my wins. Um, and just get comfortable with me. Um, but can't stress it enough before we move on, man. Fellas, take care of yourself. Check on yourself. If something is wrong, don't push that shit to the side trying to be a man. <clears throat> Go get that shit checked out. Like You can save your life. You can save yourself from, you know, being in a fucked up situation, you know, 20 years from now. Uh-huh. Uh, you could do a lot of things for yourself. Really going to the doctor and doing these things to me is celebrating yourself. Like, yo, I got to go do this. I got to go check this shit out for me. Yep. Make sure that I'm cool. So, fellas, take care of yourself. Check on yourself, your mental, your physical be selfish and taking care of yourself. If something is wrong, go get it looked at. Don't let pride get you killed. Now I ain't talking about in the street this time. I'm talking about seeing some things that are wrong, but trying to push that shit to the side because you too cool. Nah, I allowed these marks to put a camera in my dick. Respect, man. Respectfully. 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 To know Kenny G, you know, they could have played faded pictures or something, Mike. Bro. <laughs> they could have, what, what that playlist look like, Mike? What do what do the, the doctor get fresh with you playlist look like? Ooh. Um like what what are we playing when a doctor got a touch on you? Play some oh you know like what colon, not like you getting your colon <laughs> cleanse or what I had to deal with with my test. Like look, doc, throw some like some Stevie uh you know. Wonder. Yeah, you could throw on some Stevie, throw on some like early Luther, something like that, you know. 
get get the mood so right. You get totally cleansed. The house is not a home. Mike. Why not? <laughs> Getting your color cleansed, the Freddie Jackson. Just ease this, you know. The Marvin Gaye, you can throw some Marvin on. Well, you gonna put this camera in me, Doc? <laughs> Doc, you go look. Need you to play. Yeah, I need you to play. What's going on? Yeah, sir. Man, I don't want. <laughs> play some in between the sheets, Doc. <laughs> my man out here, my man out here, put that thing in me with no music on. That fam. shit crazy, fam. I felt I felt used. You was violated. You was violated. You was violated. Like man, you're not gonna play nothing in, in front of your wife, bro. In front of my wife, G. <laughs> How you do all that in front of my wife? Don't play no music. You and your girls come up in there, and y'all just touch on me, and we can't play no music. You was violated, we can't bro. set the mood. Then after it was done, didn't have a conversation. We can't play with no you. Tyrone Davis in the mood or nothing. <laughs> and just get the camera, put it in there. Let's see what the bladder look like. <laughs> no, that go left. I was hoping he didn't go left. <laughs> oh my god! Hey man, imagine if we were like, oh, we messed up. <laughs> what? Man? Oh man, we got to start over. What? <laughs> what? No, no. Start over from where? No, no. You're not. Man. Unless you play some music, <laughs> I consider. If we got to do that again, fam, I got a whole last playlist. We can play some Lucky Day, <laughs> some Yeba. Yeah, we can play some Layla Hathaway. Let's let Snow Allegra, you know. Snow Allegra, you know what I'm saying. Right. Marvin Gaye, the Kalani, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, some Kalani, some Anita Baker. You about to put this camera in me? Nah, fam, we got to play some music, fam. <laughs> Might make it easier for you to get up in there. there you you know go. what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my god, man! <laughs> Might make it a little bit easier for you. you know yeah, that's bang, fam. That's bang. He wild, fam. If you don't butter me up, you know what I'm saying? You gotta butter me up, man. You know what I'm saying? Ain't gave me no flowers. Ain't gave me no flowers. Candy, no candy. bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ain't rubbed the back of my neck. Nothing. You just get the camera and just whoop. Let's go look at this bladder. Nah, fam. That's some bullshit, fam. But check on yourself, man. Check on your peoples. Check on yourself. You know what I'm saying? If you see something with your homie, man, like, yo, something ain't right. Tell him something ain't right, fam. Tell him something weird. What's going on? You should go get that checked out. Yeah. And hopefully it don't lead to a camera getting put in you. Dang, man. All right, man. Some some dude pie. Um, that's the that's the you know the brothers, multiple. See, see, DG is the one who's keeping the shit going. Need multiple consultations. What the fuck you think it was? <laughs> what you think I went through? I went through a couple, fam, for two years straight. Yeah, it was just you know now it's like yo, I gotta get this quickie <laughs> off. Just gotta soar my royal oats, fam. You know. Hey man, but it's cool, fam. Man. You know, and then I'm forty. I'm be forty one this shit, fam. I ain't even had like that's. You know what's crazy, Mike? I ain't even had a colonoscopy yet. I asked you about that too on a few podcasts. Yeah, he told me. I was like, he told me forty, bro. Anytime for you to. Uh... He said forty five. Okay. So that's crazy. It, I'm forty years old. They went through the front first, not the back. Damn. <laughs> Damn. 
They went through the front first, fam. Damn. You know how scary shit got to be when they go through the front first? That's fucked up, bro. That's fucked up, fam. Yeah, man. Play that play that faded pictures, fam. Yeah. Turn that play on. Play happily ever after. Turn that on, Doc. Guess what I did today? <laughs> Those was the words I said to you. What? <laughs> Oh shit. It was last May. No see <laughs> bladder. No the exact day. Okay. Then you got the two ladies in the background and, and Miriam in the back just looking like, oh, I see it right there. So yeah. <laughs> all right, man, let's move on, man. Cause it's free agency going on in the NFL. It's wild out here. Lamar Jackson got the non-exclusive franchise tag so people can negotiate. But they like, fam, we're not giving you no guaranteed contract, fam. <clears throat> Look like Lamar gonna be a Raven next year. Nah, he gonna be at the crib and retire like <laughs> Calvin Johnson and Barry Barry Sanders. Um, you got that. Um, you have the Bears spending some money, um, getting the team better. Made a trade too. They trade the number one pick uh, to the Carolina Panthers for the ninth pick, the sixty first pick in this year's draft. Um, a twenty twenty four first round pick. A 2025 <coughs> round pick and wide receiver DJ Moore. Um, your Cowboys got Stefan Gilmore. Um, got so Stephon it's got Gilmore, Gilmore just uh resigned uh uh Vanderich uh the linebacker position, and we resigned uh Donovan Donovan Wilson at the safety position. So a few moves being made, a few moves being made, a few moves. Yeah, so I mean, what you think about yeah, well, I'll say is the one thing that I like about the NFL more than like any league is that they do free agency first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, before free like free agency first, before yeah. the draft. Yeah, do free agency first and then the draft second. Why know, do you think second. the NBA is like that? Why is why does no it... fucking clue? That's just weird, fam. <clears throat> let's draft and then oh, let's go pick some players up. Like, no, nah, pick the players up and then let's see what rookies can fit up in that. Mm-hmm. Um, what you think about NFL free agency so far, oh, man? It's what, joking. What it's this might be the most lit NFL free agency that I can re- remember within the past five, ten years, maybe. I don't hey, I don't know if I can remember back that far, but definitely five years. Past five years, this is easily the hottest free agency. And your bears like set it off. Yeah. It was like immediately once you was able to sign somebody, then Adam Schefter was Firing them off. Bears, 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 bears. You know what I'm saying? Exciting times in the city of Chicago, bang. And I'm going to just go ahead and lead into it. I'll ask you the question because this is your team. Given what has happened within the first two days of free agency, you got plenty of money to spend. You sitting on, you were, you were sitting on the first, the first pick in the draft and you guys, you know, um, traded it off to the Carolina Panthers and given what you've done in free agency the first two days, what grade do you give the front office? And what do you like personally? What picks on what like signings do you like personally? And also <clears throat> with these signings, what are you looking forward to as far as like with the money you have left? All right. So let me first say this. Let me first say this, right? Mock drafts are just that mocks. Yeah. Like, you know, um, Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper are giving you, and all of these mm-hmm. other people are giving you their thoughts on what they think could happen. Yeah. 
that does not mean that it will happen. They're telling you what they think should happen, but them niggas ain't in goddamn draft room. <clears throat> so I saw a couple of people that were upset, you know, feeling salty or whatever, that the Bears traded the number one pick for the ninth pick. If you see anybody upset about that, then they obviously don't know about football. Exactly, they don't know about football. You can't, you can't so, obviously know about what's going on in football. Yeah, you don't know what's going on. Um, but there were multiple people that was talking about that pick and getting that pick. Um, the Raiders were probably the closest to getting the number one pick, um, but they were not going to put extra in there, which was a player. Um, so it makes me interested if the Bears tried to get Devontae Adams away from the Raiders um, or or maybe Hunter Renfro okay. or whatever, right? Which Hunter Renfro is not a number one, so I'm glad that didn't happen if that was that. Um, but with the Panthers pick, right, I think that that um, Ryan Poles, we're going to call him by his legal name today, yeah. I think he knew what he was doing <clears throat> and got the maximum that he could have get off of the deal. Um, but here's what here's the part that people ain't really talking about heavily. It's been mentioned, but this is to me why this deal is so great, right? It's the 2024 number one pick that they get from the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers traded their number one offensive player. They get the they y'all get the twenty the 2024. That's the first round pick, right? Just the first round pick. The first round pick, yeah. So the Bears trade it, and they get the Panthers' best offensive player. DJ Moore is the Panthers' best offensive player. DJ Moore had, I think it was four straight 1,000-yard 1, seasons. And this year, he had 63 yards for 888. Um, well, 63 catches for 888 yards yeah. and seven touchdowns. And he's only With, 25. He's only 25. And I'll get to the contract in a second. But he had 63, 888, seven touchdowns with Sam Donald, Baker Mayfield, and P.J. Walker as his quarterbacks. And did he play the whole season? He, I think he missed like a game or two. Okay. But he had that season with them quarterbacks. So I feel comfortable that DJ Moore will be a great addition to that wide receiver room. Mm-hmm. But if Justin Fields does <laughs> not play up to the standards that we need him to, I do believe that Panthers pick is going to be a top five pick. With that second round pick, in 2025, it makes it easier for the Bears to move up if they have to, or if the Panthers are terrible, they don't have to move up. Caleb Williams from USC and Derek May, or Drake May um, from North Carolina, are your top two quarterback prospects in 2024. If any of them two guys were able to come out this year, they would be number one and number two in this year's draft. Caleb Williams is by far the top prospect, quarterback prospect in next year's draft. If Caleb would have been available, the Bears would have drafted Caleb Williams. Just letting y'all know that now. If Caleb Williams was available in this year's draft, the Bears would have drafted him. 
and Jester Fields would have been traded. <laughs> so I say this. If Jester if Justin Fields, if Justin Fields is not up to par, the Bears are set up with the team that they feel like is not going to be that good to possibly pick <clears throat> in the first three picks of next year's draft. And if now no one's in that fail, so anything is possible. But if I look at the Panthers with a rookie quarterback and Andy Dalton in their quarterback room, because Andy Dalton just signed with the Panthers. Andy Dalton, stay getting free money out stay here. Stay getting free money, man. Like seventeen million, <laughs> up to seventeen million. Hey, man. Andy Dalton, redheaded ass, is gonna keep a check. Him and Chase Daniel keep a check. <laughs> like I'm looking at Chase Daniel right here on the NFL Network, and I'm like, Yo, is you playing this year? Or are you getting some more money to be a backup? Yeah, you get money, fam. That backup man. money is out. That there. backup money is lovely, fam. Like just let me hold the clipboard. Right. You know what I'm saying? Collins just hold the clipboard. But say that to say this. Um, when you look at that and you say Andy Dalton and let's say CJ Stroud and your quarterback room, your running back situation, CMC ain't that no more. Can Foreman last a whole season? Or uh, um, um, Hubbard? Mm hmm. Can he last? Is how your running back situation looking? Terrence Marshall Jr., Shy Smith, they lead your wide receiver room right now. Your offensive line ain't the best. It's decent, but it ain't the best. Your defense could keep you in games, but is it good enough to keep you, like, to win you some games? I'm not saying that the Panthers going to go, like, you know, 0-18. All I'm saying is, is that I see them picking top three. So that means Justin, Justin Fields got a shit to get off the pot. Right. That's what this means. This trade is more than just getting that ninth pick and getting some assets. This means, Justin, we believe in you, but what? I could go get another quarterback in 2024 and reset all this shit. And, oh, guess what? I got a wide receiver room that's good enough to help out this in person. Mm -hmm. But then, let's look at DJ Moore's contract. DJ Moore, uh, DJ Moore's contract, his extension starts this year, and it's a very cap-friendly contract. <clears throat> very cap-friendly contract. But he gets the majority of his guaranteed money this year. So if he don't ball out, you ain't got to be here. But if he do ball out, that means Justin is balling out, mm -hmm. which also means, hey, Clay Chase, you got to be on your shit too because I can't give you no money just because you tall, fam. Because just like I talked about Caleb Williams or May, Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm -hmm. is probably going to be in next year's draft, y'all. Probably. <laughs> so you got Marvin Harrison Jr., or Caleb Williams. Uh, Justin Williams. I mean, Justin Williams. I'm thinking about just thinking about one of my homies from high school. Let me rewind that. Justin Fields. Yeah. This is up to you. You can go get pushed out of Chicago because you wasn't good enough after we gave you some decent weapons because you got more Chase Claypool on the outside, 
Mooney in the slot, Cole commit man in the middle. Justin loves the middle of the field. Good luck so with Clay. Means, Good luck with Claypool, bro. So so <laughs> Claypool's gonna be okay. Like hit me out. You got your deep ball threat and DJ Moore. You got your red zone target and Chase Claypool. Okay. Um, you have your slot taken care of with with Mooney, and you have commit there as well. Your middle of the field, Justin loves the middle of the field. Your middle of the field with Mooney and Commit. Commit is good. You're straight. It's the outside we looking at. Okay. You know, your accuracy got to get better. You're a good deep ball thrower. So you got somebody that you can just throw the ball up and get your get your um get your, you know, your who's who's gonna catch the ball? Jump ball. Who's gonna catch it? Chase Claypool. Deep ball threat, that's what DJ Moore is for. They got a pretty decent wide receiver room, even with the wrong St. Brown being re-signed. <laughs> you got him as well as a fourth wide receiver. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is there a chance that they could draft a wide receiver at knife? There's a possibility, but I don't think so. I believe that the person that they're going to draft at their pro day today, not going to butcher his last name, but my man Pete from Northwestern, okay. who is their tackle, who can play guard or tackle in the NFL, I believe since the Bears were not able to get um, any of you know the tackles, and I don't think they're going to pay that much for uh, Orlando Brown Jr. If so, that would be shocking. But um, but I believe that they're going to get him and plug him at right tackle and have Braxton Jones at the left tackle. You got the new guy that they hired, Nate Davis. You got um, um, Lucas Patrick, who should come back healthy. Um, who should come back healthy. Um and then, you know what I'm saying, we'll see what happened with Cody Whitehead or whatever. Tevin Jenkins, too, his questions around um, that whole situation, but I think it'll be shored up. Offense is shored up. Justin, you got to perform. I can see I can see Justin having a, a solid season. I mean, his first year, he was in and out of the, the, you know, the, the starting lineup. You know what I'm saying? Him and Andy Dalton, yeah. which, like, trading off. So you really didn't get to see much. This season, we were really able to, to see every – like, we were able to get to see him you know, saying for a full season, pretty much, and we saw the bright spots with his feet. We saw bright spots with his arm as well, too. He made great throws this year. Did he make? Yeah. Was he? Was he like? You know, say fantastic? No, but we saw the potential, and obviously, we know what he can do with his feet. Almost broke Mike Vick's record. So, I think Justin Fields will ball. I think Justin yeah, I, Fields is the guy. So I don't think he should worry too much. You know, but obviously, like you said, Ryan Pauls know what he was doing. Got a little policy right now with look, that 24 pick. Look, I got a hot take right now. Yeah. My hot take right now is that Justin's going to break every single season record that the Bears have at the QB position. Okay. The most yards, the most touchdowns. Um, He's going to break that. And that's, that's, to me, that's done. Justin Fields will break what Eric Kramer's record. Uh, with most yards and 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 I think he's gonna break Jay Cutler's uh, record for most touchdowns in a single season. Okay. That's done. But what do you have? He has to. That's done. The difference, or I think Jay got one of them. Let me see. Let me see. Because it's one of them. But but he breaking all those records. Because <laughs> let me look at Bears single season record. Because, I mean, me saying this is almost like the the bar is low. 
Oh, Bears, single season record. Let's go pass the records. All right. So here's the Bears single season passing records. And I'm going to tell you how confident I am when it comes to this. I am very confident, Mike. All right, let's go. Where we go? Oh, come on, Wiki, what y'all doing? There we go. You right, DJ. You my, my apologies, uh, Lamar Jackson's record. Oh, yeah, it don't matter. It's the same shit. All right, single season records. Eric Kramer has the single season Bears record passing. for passing yards. For how many yes. yards? Passing yards. 38, uh, 3,838 passing yards. Eric Kramer owns that record. Uh, passing touchdowns. Eric That's Kramer crazy. holds Jay Cutler didn't break that record? That's, no. Wow. 38,000? I mean, 3,800 yards? 3,800? 3,800, Jack. Hey, shit. That was in 1995. Jesus Passing Christ. touchdowns. 29 passing touchdowns. Eric Kramer holds that record. That's Justin Fields might get that this year. <laughs> <laughs> Get that um, this year. Yeah. Um, so those two records getting broke. Sorry. I I think he breaks the he breaks the touchdown record first. It might take him a couple seasons to get that passing. No, single season, he's getting 38-38. Yeah, I don't think this season, but next season. Nah, I think you think he nah. can get the passing this year too? Both? Bro, he got the tools. He has the tools. He has them. Definitely breaking that touchdown record. That's yeah, that has them. Sure. Why look quarterbacks are throwing four thousand yards and they sleep, Jack. Yeah. With the weapons that Justin don't got. They some of them are less. That those two records are done this year, fam. There's no way you can tell. And I this is not me saying that I'm a Justin Fields lover. Yeah. Cause I mean I am, but this ain't even about that. It's just in the league that we are in right now, fam, he can throw 38-38 in his sleep and get 29 touchdowns, passing touchdowns, in his sleep. So you – and still have a season where it's like, ah, I don't know if he's the one. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how low that is in, in NFL standards right now. Justin Justin Fields – could have 39,000 passing yards and 30 touchdowns. And you could still go, I don't know if he's the one. And you'd be like, but you see what he did this year. But that's by Bear standards. Uh-huh. That's not by NFL standards. Bear standards when it comes to the quarterback position is low, y'all. It's low. It's low. So Justin Fields could get 3,900 yards. 30 touchdowns, and you can still be like, but that Caleb Williams, sexy as hell, fam. That he, he I can do some things with him. 300-yard 300, 300 passing games. The record is four in a season, Jack. Four. He could break that this year. Now, I don't think nobody's going to break Brandon Marshall's single season record with 1500 yards. I don't think nobody's going to do that, but I do think he has enough receivers to spread that ball around. So Justin, Justin Fields should have a year where he break records, not rushing records, passing records here in Chicago. Here's the catch. 
is is if he's still good enough in the team's eyes to now start talking contract extension. There you go. That's the thing here. It, all right, you had a good season, fam, but is it enough to keep us going? Or that Mike Tenenbaum situation this year? Hell no. Next year, well, what the Bears got back and the team that they traded with is more of a possibility next year if Justin don't perform. Now you could go look at May or Williams and be like, hey, the Panthers was huff this year. They got the number two pick. You know what? I'll just take whoever get whoever don't pick the other and be good. Or if you get some, if you get a pick that's high enough from the Panthers, hey man, Marvin Harrison Jr. looking real sexy at that wide receiver position. You put him in that wide receiver room, possibly don't ch- resign Chase Claypool. Don't sign do Chase Claypool. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> hey, but hey, I mean, I mean, there's more of a possibility now. You know what I'm saying? But I think Chase Claypool is going to ball out. I do think. I th- I think, look, hear me out here. I'm Hear me out here. It's about the room and not the person. Because Mooney had a dope season, a 1,000-yard season, when, when Allen Robinson was on the other side. Mm-hmm. And that's also when Allen Robinson was like, oh, I don't want to be here. Because you respected Allen Robinson. So Mooney would be able to get through the middle. He could get these catches. He could get those yards, those big catches. All right, cool. You know, get some yak. And next thing you know, he got over uh, over a thousand yards. But when Allen Robinson's not there, you don't have a respectable wide receiver on each side. It's like, huh? We could we could knock Mooney out of him. We ain't got to worry about it. So Mooney to me is going to be the person that benefits the most. With DJ Moore being on one side and Chase Claypool being on the other side. But Chase Claypool has a chance to be like a Keyshawn Johnson type. And what I mean by that is somebody who's going to catch the damn ball and catch them touchdowns. He's going to extend the field for you. He's going to get those first downs for you. He's going to take some of those hits. And when they up in the end zone, he's going to be able to be the big red zone target that could jump up and catch that ball. That person that's going to be giving you that D ball threat, that's DJ Moore over there. So, hey, exciting times, exciting times. And I'm think- not going to I'm going to curb my excitement a little bit. I'm going to curb my excitement a little bit, but I feel a lot better because of this right here, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. I know this is for some of you Bears fans. This is the part of the podcast that you've been waiting for. Mike, Mike, what are, what what ki- what type of quarterbacks are you tired of in this NFL? Old ones. Oh, which ones though? The old guys like Matt Ryan. No, 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 no the old white quarterback. Old white quarterback. Absolutely. There you go. Old white quarterback. Old white, white quarterback. Old white quarterback. I see, I'm gonna open for you. I'm gonna open for you. Matt Ryan got cut today, y'all. He's not coming back to play football no more, guys. He's gonna Tom, announce his retirement. Tom Brady retired, y'all. He ain't coming back, y'all. Dolphins. Tom Brady ain't walking through that door, so forget about it. Right? It's one of them left, though. It's one of them left. It's one of them left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what, Mike? He sent a message to a team that he ain't even owned yet. That man said, hey, y'all want me? Y'all go get Alan Lazard. That team said, hey, we just gave him four years, $44 million. 
this got to be like the funniest uh like free agent yeah. signing. And it ain't even it's, free agent signing. It's like uh yeah. Like trade free agency. Let me cook Mike. Let me cook Mike. Let me cook Mike. This shit is funny. Go ahead. This quarterback told told the team, "Hey, yo, go get Alan Lazard for me." He's like, "All right, cool." He's not even on the fucking team yet. No, he is. No, he ain't even on team yet. And he's like, "All right, we gonna go get him," and they they got him. Four years, forty four million. Hey, what about Randall Cobb? Hey, we gonna talk to him. Hey, 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 what about Mercedes Lewis? Hey, we gonna talk to him too. What about OBJ? You know what? If you want, we gonna talk to him too. <laughs> he ain't even on the team, y'all. He's not even on the team. And he he trying to play GM, and and you got Garrett Wilson that's on the team, that's better than everybody you trying to get on there. And he's gonna be on the Pat McAfee show on a Wednesday. Tomorrow. Normally be on there on Tuesday. He gonna be on there on Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. That quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. I don't give a damn what he do with the Jets. But on Wednesday, when Aaron Rodgers makes his decision, and his decision is he's going to be with the New York Jets, Mike, Q ain't no stopping us now. Because, <laughs> man, it's going to be a party in this bitch. The excitement level in my life is going to go from zero to 60. We've been dealing with this man for damn near 20 years, Mike. And I know the Green Bay Packers is tired of this man, so you know how we feel. They so tired of this man that they like, hey, man, Jordan Love is going to be all right. He going to be all right with us. And they willing to take that chance to get Aaron Rodgers the fuck up out of here. And you know what Bears fans are going to do? We're going to rejoice, man. We gonna play all. We gonna play. We are the champions. Ain't no stopping us now. All we do is win, even though all we did was lose. <laughs> we gonna play every. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, hey, goodbye. <laughs> we gonna play all the shit they played in in Chicago Stadium when the Bulls was winning championships. But everybody say hey. Yeah. You know whatever that song real name was, but we gonna do all of that, and we're gonna celebrate, fam. The pubs. Like, remember, this is this is St. Patrick's Day week. Yes, sir. The pubs here in Chicago, they're going to be celebrating St. Patrick's Day and Aaron Rodgers getting the fuck up out of here yeah. to go to the Jets. And I, for one, am very excited about this opportunity, Mike. Yeah. Because here's the other thing. And I'm not saying that the Bears is going to control the North. I'm not going to be my uh, Ryan Pose here and all that stuff. But let's look at the Green Bay Packers, fam. I really trust that we're going to be beating Jordan Love's ass. Let, right, me ask you, let me ask you a question, Bang. Go ahead, go ahead. Looking at the Packers, looking at Jordan Love, and, you know, they got a, a emerging Christian Watson. You got uh, Dobbs. They still got Aaron. <laughs> still got Aaron Jones. Still got Aaron Jones. We roll, we with with A.J. Dillon. Nice little backfield still intact. Um. The Packers are gonna stink, is what you're saying? Do you think? I'm not saying that the Packers are gonna stink. What do you think don't, about the Packers? Don't put that in my mouth, Ricky Bobby. All right. What do you? Don't put think? those words in my mouth, Ricky Bobby. All right. <laughs> the Packers are not gonna stink. Okay. The Packers are gonna be in hell, though. What if the Packers cook next season? They're not gonna with cook. With Jordan Mike? Love. 
They're not gonna cook, Mike. <laughs> they are not gonna cook. I am. They are not gonna cook. The Packers are going to be. See, look. Let me. Let me. Let I'm me. Just, cook. I'm just asking. Mike, I, I just. I just want to hear. Mike, I'm, let I'm me cook asking. right here. I'm just asking. Let me cook right here. I never want the Packers to be garbage. Because it's not fun. Mm-hmm. I always want them to be good because then when we beat them, it means something. There you go. Just like when they beat us, hey, as long hey, when you beat us and we good, I'm cool with it. You beat us when we bad, eh, fuck you. Don't mean nothing. But when you good, you come out of the game like, all right, cool, we good. So I need my Packers to be good. But here's the thing, Mike. I don't think they're going to be good. Okay. I don't think they're going to be bad. Okay. Because if they was bad, they could get a top five, top ten pick. And they could go get a star. No, the Packers could be huff and go get, be huff enough to go get a May or a Caleb Williams. But I don't want them to be that. I want them to be average. Oh, it's going to be like seven and eight. I want them to be seven and eight. So you can't even go get you a good player in the top 10. You got to work now. I want you to be average. I want you to be uh, just Excuse enough. Me, not seven and eight, maybe like seven and you got to be seven and 10. Cause they playing seven, seven and 10, seven and 10, eight, and eight, eight, nine, nine, eight, nine, nine and eight. Okay. I want you to just miss the playoffs Packers. <laughs> I don't want you to be bad enough not to make the playoffs. Yeah. I want you to be just bad enough to miss it because it hurts more. It hurts more losing that game in the last game of the season and now you can't go to the playoffs or losing that late game in December so you can't go to the playoffs. That's what I want from the Packers. I don't want them to be 2-14, and 3-4, and Whatever. You sure? <laughs> I don't want them to be three and fourteen. That'd be good trash talk no, right there. <laughs> no, because they're gonna get a good draft pick. Okay. They're going to get a star from college. No, I want you to be every year seven and ten. That's what I want from you. That's funny. Be playing hard throughout the year. Then you you lose like three games in November, and you out. You 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 worked all that time just to lose in December, and now you can't go to the playoffs. That hurts worse, Mike, than being two and fourteen. Because as a GM, you're like, oh, we two and fourteen. Oh, let me go get this this top player. Nah, fam, no. Now you gotta go scout, and you gotta. And maybe like in, in in some of those years, you just might go to the playoffs. And guess who you gonna meet in the playoffs? The Bears. And who gonna knock you out the playoffs? The Bears. It makes it even more sweeter. Uh-huh. The Minnesota Vikings. You got Kirk Cousins, fam. Thielen gone. I like Justin Jefferson. So KJ Osborne is gonna be on the other side. That's cool. I don't even is Irv Smith senior free agent, junior free agent or whatever. I don't know. But you. You you lost some pieces on your defense. Mm-hmm. You will be losing some pieces on your defense. Then you got the Lions. The Lions gonna lion, fam. They, they're gonna be, hey, hey, we like the Lions. Try hard coach and all that shit. But when you at the top, it's hard. In Detroit, we know what happens. 
But I don't want you to be, I don't want the Packers to be 1-16, 2-15, whatever that 18 shit schedule. I don't want you to be that. I want you to be 7-10 every year just missing the playoffs <laughs> and not being able to get a great draft pick. So you stuck in the middle of the draft every year, every year, every year. And shit ain't working out. Then Matt LaFleur get fired. The GM get fired. And then you go try to find you another coach. And that coach is mediocre too. They can't get you out of hell. So you go get you another coach. And while we doing, while you doing that, we running the North. Minnesota, they shit, they thinking about trading Dalvin Cook. Harrison Smith might not be there. Patrick <clears throat> Peterson already gone. Was that was his name? Um, forgot my man's name, but the but the middle linebacker, he gone. They they cutting the fat. Who gonna be their quarterback when Kirk Cousins gone? And like I said, the Lions gonna Lions. But Packers, Packers fans, looking at you, I just want y'all to know this. I don't want y'all to be terrible. I don't want y'all to be great. I want y'all to be average. Because average gets y'all worked up thinking y'all got a chance to go to the playoffs. Then that last game of the season, it ain't even that y'all lost. It's somebody won because they had the tiebreaker. <laughs> so you did everything that you need to do on the last game of the year, and you still lost. That's what I want for you, Packers fans. You want this to be the new life of the Packers. I don't want you to get no number one, two, three, four, fifth pick. I want you to be just good enough so when we beat you, it's respected. I want to earn that victory. When we sing Bear Down Chicago Bears, I want to sing it with emotion and excitement when we beat you. And I want you to be just decent enough so when we beat you, it means something. But I also want you to be just bad enough to miss the playoffs. Don't suck because you're going to get good players. And then eventually you're going to get good. No. We picking 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24 for y'all. Let Detroit get all them picks. No, no, none of the picks. One, no, no players want to go to Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers. I think Jordan Love is going to be the reason why Marvin Harrison Jr. want to come to Green Bay. No, no, this is great. No, <laughs> I want you guys to suck just enough to be in hell. Hell is what, just like in the NBA, fam. What they say in the NBA, you the eighth seed, you in, you in basketball hell. You can't go get one of these great players. The, you just you 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 this the thirteen picks in the lottery. You number fourteen. Fuck. <laughs> That's what I want. I want the Packers to be the fourteenth team in the lottery. Fuck. How come we couldn't lose that game to get in the lottery? Well, how come we couldn't? How come we wouldn't couldn't win a couple of games to not be the AFC? That's what I want from the Packers. I want you to be in mediocrity. I want you to be in hell. I want you to suck just enough that it pains you every year when you see the Bears lead that division. It's shit when you see the Lions lead that division. You're going to be looking up at us like, 
fuck. <laughs> if only we beat them on Thanksgiving. I want I want you to go on a seven game winning streak in September and October. Go on a bye. And then come back and lose six. And straight. then in November, I want you to lose six straight and gotta fight. <laughs> I want you to suffer, fam. Green Bay fans, I want you to suffer. <clears throat> I want you to be like what the Monstars was gonna do to Michael Jordan on Space Jam. They was gonna tie that man up. And allow all of the white kids and the aliens <laughs> to defeat Michael Jordan. In one-on-one basketball. In one-on-one basketball. <laughs> I want that to be y'all, Packers. I want Justin Love to be just as good as Don Mikowski. He ain't Brett Favre. He ain't Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. That's why you only talk about two quarterbacks and three if you talk about Bart Starr. It's like <laughs> they talk about Bart Starr. And then they skip every other quarterback. Then they're like, Don Mikowski was kind of decent. Brett Favre took his job. Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. No. I want you to be Don Mikowski. Just good. Just good. I want you to be in mediocrity, Green Bay Packers fans. Spell it. I want. I won't spell it. But I want you to spell it. Because that's what y'all going to be when Aaron Rodgers go on the Pat McAfee show and say, hey, man, you know, Green Bay thought it was best to part ways. And I'm going to always love that organization. Uh, I'm going to always love the Packers, the Packers fans. You know, I, I spent my whole entire career there. But I think it's time for me a new challenge. And I, 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 I think that the Jets are an amazing opportunity. That's a great team with a great defense. Some young stars like Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall. And they and they got a they got a strong offensive line. And that defense is great. And I really think that I can that we can win a championship in New York. I want to bring a championship to New York. I want him to whisper all them sweet nothings and jet and Jets fans ear. I want Greeny to be on get up tomorrow. Excited. I want him to wear a green suit, a Jets green suit, or a tie. I want him to be excited for what Aaron Rodgers got to say. Because when he says what he says, all you Chicago Packers fans in general, all you Chicago Packers fans are going to be like, yo, what to do? What are we going to do? Because for shit, damn near 30 years, y'all was like, look, we got Brett Favre since like 1994, Mike. 1994, I think it was. <clears throat> since 1994, they have said this, Mike. Oh, man, we got Brett Favre. Oh, we got Aaron Rodgers. Two of the best quarterbacks ever, Mike. They've been able to say that. And now, you Chicago Packers fans are going to have to make a decision. Do you go to New York? And be Jets fans, or do you swallow your pride and stay in Green Bay? I think all the Chicago Packer fans that I know, I think they riding, riding, you know, gonna ride the wave. They gonna stay with the Packers. And you know what? They gonna be in hell. They gonna be in hell, Mike. When they team is seven to ten, when they team looking like the Ray Rhodes era, when they was eight and eight two years in a row. 
the look in your eyes while you say this is incredible. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Man, boy, play Isaac Hayes, the look of love. Because that's how I'll be looking at that box score and that record. When Green Bay is just good enough to be competitive, but not good enough to make the playoffs. Mike, welcome to the ghetto Green Bay Packers. Welcome to the Welcome game. to hell. We've been waiting. <laughs> when Aaron Rodgers say that, he's going to the Jets. Ding dong, the witch is dead. What y'all going to do, Green Bay? Tell me. What y'all going to do with love? The only love I respect is Diddy at this point and the emotion of love. But I can't. Mike, I can't. When Green Bay loses to Chicago, I can't wait to get on my Tony Braxton and tell these Chicago Packers fans, love should have brought your ass home last night. I can't wait. Oh, man. It's going to be so amazing. The promos that we going to cut every week here on some dude. I'm cutting promos, Mike. I'm almost finished, y'all. I know we went left with this Packers shit, but when he said he was going on Pat McAfee, when they say he's coming on Pat McAfee, we know why. You knew it. We know why. Mike, it's over. What is this? Numbers in your pocket? I remember when you used to throw those things away. Why do you want to keep in touch now? Who gave you a reason to act so shady? Slim is singing the Aaron Rodgers right now, fam. Slim is the Green Bay Packers. And Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets. It's over now. It's over now. And y'all going to have to, hey, eat it. Eat it. Love it. I'm LL Cool J on, on Into Deep right now. Yeah. With the pool stick. Yeah. Every week. Think about her. Think about her. Mike. I hope y'all you all y'all play them. Do we play the Packers next year? No, I don't think so. No. You should. Matter of fact, when we play them, you play them. We right. play them together. I'm with you, dog. We what we playing them together. Mike, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna I'm gonna end this promo by saying this, Mike. I'm gonna end this promo by saying this. Because we got a couple of more things to talk about. It ain't fun when the rabbit got the gun, y'all. <laughs> I'm not saying that Jester Fields is going to be our savior. I'm not saying that the Bears is going to run the North. But Green Bay ain't. You're going to have to earn it against us now. Because your savior is going to New York. Matter of fact, he ain't even going to New York. He's going to East Rutherford, New Jersey. How that sound, Green Bay? How that sound? Don't worry. Y'all got love. <laughs> Y'all got love. <laughs> Brother Love, I love you. <laughs> love y'all. Anytime y'all lose, that's what I'm going to say to y'all. You know what, Green Bay? I love y'all. I love y'all. Y'all 7 to 10, I love y'all. Love you. Green Bay, I love you. 
I love you. You love me. We're a happy family. A great big hug and a kiss from me to you. Won't you say you love me too, Greenback? Oh, my God. Y'all better get ready, fam. The ghetto is here. And it ain't going nowhere anytime soon. Prepare yourself for football hell. Mm. Let's talk about John Morant, fam. Some dude pot. <laughs> Let's talk about John Morant. Some dude pot, y'all. John Morant is out indefinitely. Yeah. He is in a a counseling center. Yeah. Um, getting counseling. Yeah. Um, sensitive subject. Um, how do you feel about the John Morant situation where we sit at right now? Um, is the the counseling? Hold on, excuse me. The counseling. Yeah, counseling. Is that like NBA like ordered, or that's is this all something he's doing on his own? It wouldn't surprise me if this is NBA ordered. We would know if it's NBA ordered though, right? No, no, we wouldn't. Okay. Hell no, we wouldn't know it. Okay. Nah, we wouldn't know if it would. We would. Look, it's just like we don't know if Michael Jordan ass was suspended or if he really retired on his own. (laughs) Um, But he's at rehab. No, excuse me, not rehab, counseling. He's in counseling. Um, How do I feel about it? It sucks, man. It sucks to see uh, Powerade has, you know, suspended his. His promos. Oh, they true. did. They did bro. And that sucks. You know, they haven't like, you know, pulled them off the campaign altogether, but you know, they suspended the promo ads that they were running. So Damn. um, you hate to see that. Um, I don't know, man. Cause now you say they saying he's out indefinitely, you know, he don't really know when he's gonna return, if he's gonna return this season. You know, then the, the strip club picture um gets leaked. Um, you know, my boy was enjoying himself in the strip club and I've been, you know, that was shown like he was in there by himself. He must have been in the private room. He must have been the private room. Oh, you got that right. He was the private room. My man could have been doing anything in there, bro, and they released that. That's that's kind of fucked up. That's bad. That's it's, that's messed up. Man. That's kind of fucked I- up. Yeah, the, they whoever got those pictures and leaked them out, man, that's messed up. That's that it had. Up. I hope it was a jealous stripper, fam. Yeah, only thing I could think of. Yeah, but as far as like, how do I feel about it? I hate to see it, man. I honestly hate to see it, man. I I just hope that he comes out better after you know what I'm saying. All of this is said and done. He's able to hit the basketball court, bro, and get back out there and just do his thing. And hopefully, he just leave all the antics. In the bullshit behind them, bro, and just go out there and hoop, fam. You know, that's it, bro. I hope somebody cuff him up and, you know what I'm saying, talk to him, whether it's his old man, whether it's an OG, whether it's his, you know, a girl, a girlfriend, <laughs> whoever. Get yeah. a positive influence in his life comes in and, you know, encourages him and influences him to, to do better. That's what I hope for out of this. So we'll see. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying, he's able to come back before the playoffs. But if not, I wouldn't wouldn't shock me. So that's yeah. That's kind of like where I'm at with it at this point. Obviously, no charges are going to be brought against him, which is that's a good thing. There's no reason for them to be charges. You know, no no charges to be brought up. So you know, you don't have to really worry about no other type of. I don't think he no other type of like suspensions 
anything, but you know. Hey, yeah. yo, Brando, my man need a girlfriend, dog. He needs a girl. This is just the case of him needing a girl, bro. Whether it's a temporary, it gotta be like a woman that he gonna marry, like go get you, you know what I'm saying? One of these bad IG models. So basically, couple so ba- nah, don't do don't do that, 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 don't do that. What's well, a singer? Get him like what Jason Tatum, who's she gonna day? Any day in LMA. Like don't you know, tell that man to go get no IG model. Not an IG model, but when, you know how these athletes they dating all the girls on nah, IG. Don't he, that's the last <laughs> thing he needs. What are these little R and B singers come, My come through? God, that's and, the last and, thing. And, he and scoop needs. him up or something, bro. You know somebody. So I agree with you. This is this is I I agree with you to a point, right? And, and I think <sighs> look look, ladies, watch, watch this, y'all. Watch this, y'all. Let me cook, ladies. Um. Oh, they so they not together no more. They Tatum and LMA. Oh man, that sucks. They broke up. I didn't even. I, I never knew if it was confirmed oh. that they were together or not. No, they was together. Okay. All right. I didn't know they broke. Okay, they broke up. That was damn. I didn't know they broke up. Damn, Jason. I know, right? Fumble that. Wow. Fumbled. All right. A woman should not be. A woman should be helpful for you, but we should not expect a woman to fix Ja Morant. Yeah. I'm not even saying No, that. no, 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 no. Hear me. No, women, no, hear me out. Hear me out. Go ahead, go ahead. Hear me out. A woman should not be expected to fix Ja Morant. But goddamn, he need one around him. He need a good woman around him. To guide or something. But he he need a he need a black queen next to him um that's good for him one of these young up-and-coming black actresses i don't give a fuck who it is mike it could be it could be it could be as long as it ain't an ig model as long as not ig model it could be little mama from the pharmacist fam it could be it could be one of the young ladies he's gonna meet in that treatment center i don't give a damn fam just see my wife didn't fix me but I knew, I know the importance of her. I am not where I'm at without my wife. Where I'm at right now in my life, I am not where I'm at without her. And, I mean, she ain't fixed me, but she made me better. There you go. John Morant needs not just a woman, but people around him. That makes him better. There you go. Look, this weekend, um, as we prepare for uh, Vincent's wedding, the extravaganza is going to take place on Friday. Um, I really learned a lot about me and my cousins that night. No, and and no. And we just all got something in common. We got women that make us better. Mm-hmm. And I know we could still be out here wilding, but we got women who make us better. They didn't fix us. They didn't go get the toolbox and be like, oh, let me go do this for this nigga. Mm-hmm. No. But they do make us better. But it's not only just them. Like, my homies make me better. I'm a better man. I'm a better father. I'm a better husband. Not just because of my wife, but because of my homies. Everybody that I'm around is holding up the responsibility of taking care of their family. 
Iron sharpens iron, steel sharpens steel. Ja Morant needs to be around people who sharpens him. And it sounds, it feels like to me, he's not around people who sharpens him or there's more people who don't that occupy his time than it is people that do. And I think he's kind of conflicted. You get all of that money, you get all of that fame. You feel like you got to be real. You feel like you got to do this. You feel like you got to do that. And... And they're not telling you, like, yo, homie, slow down. Like, I knew something was wrong a while ago when my man had two bottles of um of, of Casamigos just, like, on the, on the plane. Just, like, look what we got on the plane. Like, fam, you should have Casamigos or something that you like on this plane. In fact, you should have more than Casamigos, fam. You shouldn't have. You, you shouldn't have the Reposado. Why don't you go, go, go get them? expensive tequila fam that's when i knew homie was probably drinking too much Mm -hmm. because you worth 200 million dollars and you got casamigos reposado my man like what he like (laughs) nah your palate fam (laughs) now hear me out i'm glad that you said that your palate gotta change you can still like your hood shit and everything but your palate gotta change you have to start experiencing life a little bit differently you can't move the way that you move. I'm worth two hundred million dollars. I can't go, I can't go to the hood and go get my burgers and fries now. Somebody got to go get it for me. There you go. <clears throat> but when he was on the plane, well, with, with the Casamigos doing that, I was like, "Fam, you just, you just happy to have money, huh? You just happy to be in the plane." And. And you can start upgrading your palate, but are you upgrading yourself along with that palate? Like, are you shaking the champagne and that thing and tasting it and feel a little bit different? It's always going to be in you, fam. But are you upgrading your palate? Is John Morant upgrading his palate or is he going backwards? Because he feel like if he goes and upgrade his palate, people going to be mad at him. Because he ain't drinking what he was drinking before. And whoever it is that call themselves being mad at him because they feel like he might be changing while you're saying he's upgrading his palate, those are the ones you got to get out of there. And that's the ones you got to get out of there. Because I don't think, look, I know I joked around with the rehab part, but but I don't think my man in rehab, like I don't think my man in rehab, I don't think it's nothing like that. I don't think he has a drinking problem or anything like that. But I do think he's figuring out a way to navigate this life that he's in right now. He's young and he doesn't have anybody around him that is experiencing what he's experiencing. So he feels like, now that I got this money, I got to go back to the old me when the whole point of you getting that money and doing what you're doing is graduating from all of that shit. It's kind of like he out there just like, he kind of winging it. Yeah, he winging, and, the, he winging the lifestyle. He's like, yeah, just, I gotta go to the strip club and I gotta have money all over the floor because that's what I'm supposed to do as an NBA star. Now, I'm not saying go not to go enjoy yourself at the strip club, but we know a lot of that shit is performative. Yeah. Come on, man, we know a lot of that shit when you go to the strip club and you have hundreds of dollars or dubs or whatever all over the floor, like it's wallpaper, fam. That's performative. 
You're stunting at that point. John Morant has a stunting problem. My boy on his James Harden, fam. Like, he's not even on his James Harden. Because, no, he's not even on his James Harden. Because James Harden will be partying and he'll look over and be like, come on, man, put the fucking camera down. Yeah. Like, James Harden is not going to be like, look at me, look at me, look at me. Look. No, James Harden ass is like this, bro. Yo, the game is over. Going to Onyx. Have a room. No cameras in that bitch. Wind down. All of the homies invited. Bring me some good food. Bring me the, the best from the chef. And we're going to have a good time. John Morant is like, nah, fam. I'm treating this shit like I'm from out west. And I want y'all to see it. And I want y'all to see it. And he got the, the, the dumbass homies from out west with him. That's just making him do stupid shit. No That's big homies. No big homies. It's the no big no homies. No positive situation. influences around. It's it's the kid. It's like my man is a kid with money. This nigga is Richie Rich. He's Richie Rich. And Richie Rich changed everything when they took his parents from him and put his ass, put their ass up in Mount Rushmore. Yeah. And Richie Rich was like, yo, I gotta go save my mom and my dad. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you know what? Maybe I don't need a McDonald's up in the in the mansion. That's John Morant, fam. He got the McDonald's in the mansion and ain't nobody. Nah, nah, look, like... look, look. Check this out. Nah, nah, nah. Fuck that. Everything Macaulay Culkin had in that house, if I, I had mean, yeah. money, I would do it. Not going to lie, I would too. <laughs> I would do all that. Everything that Macaulay Culkin <laughs> had in Richie Rich plus more. I said if I get a boat, if, wait a minute. I said if I get a boatload of money, fam, it's an L Grand Burrito going into the crib. There you go. I'm going to have an L Grand Burrito at the crib. They're going to get paid handsomely. To make burritos the way that I want them. There you go. I want a steak burrito with no beans, put sour cream, hot sauce, and jalapeno peppers up in my burrito. But I get what you're saying, though. Don't mess up my order. Y'all know what I want. <laughs> I want the bang special. But Macaulay Culkin had like one of the dopest Macaulay rich Culkin, kid yeah. houses yeah, we, ever look, in life. We all watched. We all watched Richie Rich and got jealous when we saw the McDonald's because the McDonald's like, in there. Because like, we was like, because keep it real, you know, every kid in the hood that watched Richie Rich was like, yo. If I had that much money, I'm going to have a water fountain with Kool-Aid coming out of it. Indeed. <laughs> that's just, if that's just one of the dumb things I want to do with my money, then let me do that. Put a McDonald's in my career, bro. But what, I'm saying, but what I'm saying is he is a kid doing it. So we ain't thinking like an adult that's 21 no. years old. Is thinking, Not at all. Or 24. Not at all. You're not thinking like that. He just, I just think that he needs a mentor that somebody's going to help him guide him. In the, like I said, I don't think the kid is bad. I don't think he's an alcoholic. I honestly don't think his father is not helpful in all of this shit. It's just when you worth 200 M's, you're not listening to a lot of people. And if you let your homies really be an influence on you, what you expect? Niggas, look. Niggas can't get mad at John Morant doing all of that shit because these are the same niggas that joined gangs when they was little just because they felt like their mama and their daddy didn't help them out. Uh -huh. These same dudes is, that's, that's condemning John Morant. The dudes who became GDs at 32 is condemning John Morant. <laughs> 32 years old, now I want to join a gang to sell drugs. And then you go on, you get on Facebook and be like, man, John Morant, tweet, tweet him. Man, you became a GD at 32. You tweaking. <laughs> but that was different, though. You know ain't? You grown. You let little niggas uh, in initiate <laughs> you into a gang. <laughs> right. 
let little niggas, you let little niggas convince you that you need to be a foot soldier. That's your foot. At this yeah. point in your life, at this point in your life, you a foot soldier, fam. You let little kids convince you to follow them. Hilarious. You got little kids. Your little kids is over here talking about some yo. Let's let's you know you got trues on, sagging down to your ankles, and shit. That's the them the little kids that influence you, fam. But nah, I don't think. I truly don't think <laughs> little nigga don't even know all of it. Dead ass. Like, fam, I, I just truly think that, man, this is a situation where he needs mentorship and he needs to really figure out how to 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 be him and where he's at right now. Even with the talking shit and all of that stuff, like, that Memphis team is, you know you're doing too much when Dylan Brooks is out here Blowing kisses after three. You know you're doing too much when Dylan Brooks is is acting like Draymond Green is like Vincent Askew. Dylan Brooks trying to be the new bad guy in the NBA. He's trying he's trying to be the new bad guy in the NBA. You know you're doing too much when you see shit like that. And a lot of that shit, depending on what goes on, can go get out of control. And then next thing you know. You're in a situation like this. And quite honestly, there's a lot of NBA players that was probably like Ja, but it just never got to this point or it was never televised or filmed or anything like that. Look, we talking about strip clubs, fam. Uh-huh. We're, we're, we're talking about strip clubs, y'all. This is why I want this is why I want people to slow down on Ja Morant and talking about the strip club. Because if you want to have a conversation about NBA players in the strip club, go Google the Gold Club trial. Go Google that. Go go Google NBA players in the Gold Club. It was a whole trial, Mike. Like, I think Patrick Ewan was at the trial, Larry Johnson, a couple of other NBA players had to testify about shit. And it was a revolving around the strip club. Uh-huh. John Morant was enjoying himself with a woman who was trying to further her education. But all of these NBA players and strip club, go Google the gold club trial. Let's not act holier than now NBA players. It's not. Gold club trial was wild. But we didn't see like Patrick Ewan in the boom boom room. With 20s all over the floor. <laughs> Marks came up. NBA players came up in there with their suits looking like GQ. Like, yo, take us to our room. All right. Great. So, yeah, that's, that, that's what I say as far as that goes. John Moran is a good kid. Um, I just think he's dealing with some situations where he feels like he got a lot to prove to people outside. Uh-huh. But here's another thing that I'll say, and I'll end it at this. Even though John Moran is talented and all of that stuff, I do question if he feels like he belongs in the situation where he's in, where he's at, and what he's in, and he revert back to those things that is childish as shit. Uh-huh. Because sometimes people that 
deal with those things, do those things that apparently he's done, that, you know, a lot of times, man, they they just acting out because they feel like they don't belong here. Yeah. You know, so it's like, yeah, you know, hey, man, I could be dead in jail right now, but I'm not. I'm in the NBA, so I'm a wild out. No, I'm going I'm to live my life. I'm going to do all these things. And then next thing you know, you're in some trouble. No, maybe maybe John Morant needs to understand that he belongs in the position where he's at. Mm-hmm. He's one of the best guards in the NBA, one of the rising stars in the NBA, one of the most talented people in the NBA right now. <clears throat> maybe he really needs to really understand that he's put in this position for a reason. And then he can understand that the right people are not in front of him. Yep. Or behind him, or is his right and his left hand? But I do believe that John Moran is going to be okay. But I Je- think he, I think he knows. I think he knows that because he goes out there and he does nah, he does nah, these Mike. things. He does things with the kids Mike, and all of this shit like that. Mike, like I'm gonna tell you right. I'm gonna tell you this right now. That don't make you. That don't make Mike, it known to yourself Mike, that I'm supposed Mike, to be here. Mike, I'm gonna tell you this because I know this from experience. I know this from experience. There are people right now. Are running Fortune 500 companies, they're in the NBA, they're in the NFL, they're in high profile situations that really feel like they're not supposed to be in those situations. They feel like it's luck that got them there. Mm-hmm. They don't, but they're not as confident as you think they are. Like, that's the scary thing about John Morant. A lot of that woofing and all of that shit could be because of a lack of confidence. So imagine if that man, that talented as he is right now, imagine if he was confident in himself. I've been there because that's me. That's been me. I know I'm talented. I know I could do all these things. But sometimes you have that, you have remorse. It might have been a situation where one of your homies died and that really is his dream and now he's X, Y. It could be anything, G. But there are people that are running companies right now that are in the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball that may look very confident, but they don't feel like they belong where they at. And that very well could be John Morant. Mm-hmm. That very well may could be him. Only because he revert back to things that might not necessarily be helpful for him going forward. Never going to tell no man to, yeah, it's never, I'm never going to tell no, like the man is great, but sometimes you could be great and still lack confidence. And then next thing you know, you start to self-destruct. Well, hopefully this is the moment right here. And I hope this got to be the moment. This got to be. That's not. I hope that's not the case because I think that that kid could very well be one of the greatest guards of all time. But I hope I'm just gonna say this though, and we can end this off. Um, just don't come out like Shaquille Sunflower, John Morant. <laughs> don't, don't come out like Shaquille Sunflower, fam. But don't make. Don't let them cut your hair. Yeah. Don't let them cut your dreads, fam. Don't. Don't get out of don't get out of um counseling and then next thing you know you got a low ball fade. Cause then we're gonna think that you were cloned. The internet <laughs> is gonna think you're cloned, fam. Ja, the internet is gonna think you cloned if you come out there come with, out a, with low a clean ball cut, fade. clean cut if, look. If you come out here looking like De'Aaron Fox, fam, you're gonna they're gonna think that you're cloned. They're gonna think you and Gucci Mane 
came from the same cloning center. Yeah. Do not let them touch your dreads, B. Because that's what they'll do, fam. Hey, that's this is now this is real. They'll get you on this whole little regiment. Next thing you know, it's like, yeah, you know what? The final stages of this transformation. You need a new look. You need a new look. Let's cut your dreads. Nah, bruh. Don't come out of that center with a low ball fade. Come out there with your dreads. Let it be nappy and stuff so we know you've been through some shit. <laughs> and then go get it retwisted and go get a line in and everything. And then go go, go to the Western Conference semifinals. Y'all not going to the Western Conference finals. Go to the Western Conference semifinals and play your ass off and show the people that you back. But don't let them cut your dreads. All right, Mike, man. You got any hot takes? Anything like that? Nope, I'm good. Who you got winning the tourney? Who you got winning the tourney? I got Alabama, man. I got Alabama in the most controversial way because we know the situation that's going on with homie in Alabama with the gun situation that led to one of his teammates shooting the chick. Um, it's I, I think Alabama's going to win, but it's going to be interesting how it is received because huh? you saw, I think it was Greg Gumble. Uh, when they was announced as the number one overall seed, had to mention what the fuck is going on with their best player. So I got Alabama, man, but um, hey, man, we got a couple of days left, man. Um, join our some dude March Madness group. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's twenty five dollars to get in. I get all. in, bro. Every time I post some shit in the group, and then nobody comment, but then once I got the shit set, and I like, oh, everyone. I missed it. I hit the everyone on that. Because like I missed it. Nah, I hit the everyone. Oh, okay, on that. You might hit it one more time. Looking. Hit it one more time. Looking. But it's twenty five dollars, winner take all, and you get a some dude pack. Yeah, there you go. So, there you go. So I didn't even know we were doing a some dude pack. Look at that. I'm gonna I'm do a some dude pack because I didn't do it for Al. So we're gonna do the some dude pop pack. Right. So the more, so it's twenty five dollar buy in. The more people that get in, that's more money. That's more money. More money. We're not that. doing second. We're not doing. You say we're not doing second and third place, right? I think we, you know what? I think I might do a we first didn't and do second. It last year. I think I did first and second last year. Are you? I, no. I think I did a second place. So we doing the first and second place. I think I do first. I do just first and second. I'm not paying out anything more than second, even don't matter okay, how so, much people get. So it. rewind that. I'm sorry. We're not doing. We're gonna do a first and second first place, second place. So depending on how many people get in is how we'll split it up. Okay. So the more people that joins this, and drop they they twenty five. The more money you can win. Big facts. So if y'all need the and link, it's a toss up, up this I'll year. I send the link out. You know what I'm saying? So y'all could join. Cause I cause you got some people picking UConn. You got some people picking Duke. I got Providence going to the Elite Eight. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Indeed. But it's a lot. Hey, tell your people. The only the only person that can't join is Brando. Why Brando can't join? <laughs> because he worked for ESPN. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you he go. He can't do it. He can't double dip. So he can't even do fantasy football or ESPN, huh? I don't know what he can do. I don't know what his contract, but I got to get out of here before I get cussed out because Mary got to go to work. All right. All right, man. End us off, Mike. Some do pod. Rate, like, subscribe. Y'all already know, man. Hashtag some do pod. The Facebook group. Make sure you invite people into the group to join uh, Facebook uh, at some do Twitter at some do pod IG at some do pod at Mike B underscore CHR at JR Bang. Make sure y'all cop that merch and everything like that. Appreciate everybody that's locking in with us on YouTube and Twitch. Um, make sure you, if you're not subscribed, subscribe to What Digital on there. And um, yeah, that's it. Houston, you got Houston winning. Hey, Houston, focus is hell for dropping that game to Memphis, and they cost yeah. Buddy 
$400,000 on a parlay, dog. Mike, Mike, he's picking Houston because he's from Houston. They, I'm letting them know that they bogus. He's picking Houston for They bogus country. for losing the, the damn hey, championship. They Look, bogus. Hey, Green Bay Packers fans, <laughs> welcome to the ghetto. Facts. We've been waiting for you. Enjoy it. You're going to be here for a long ass time. <laughs> and we love y'all for that. Yo, 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 it's your girl, Nate Kale. And this is some new podcast. We out. Peace. <laughs>